0: I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Google Plus, and Facebook, at Lisa Evers. And what we're focusing on in this episode is an issue that a lot of people are confused about, that there's a lot of debate about, the quality of life crimes and the way they're being enforced in the city. Now, there's confusion about what exactly are the crimes? Can you still get arrested for certain things and go through the system? Or can you just get a summons? What's that whole process? Then there are other concerns, some voices saying that this kind of opens the door to mayhem on the streets, especially as we go into the warmer summer months. We're gonna find out what our panel has to say about this right now. Joining me in studio is uh, David Kianise. He's a former NYPD detective and president of Lesma, a law enforcement support organization. David, thanks so much for being with us. Thanks for having me, Lisa. We appreciate it. Also with us, uh, Maino, the one and only, Brooklyn-born bread rapper. You've been real busy lately. Hey, I have to be. You are. I mean, I, I mean, I'm just looking at this list. Upcoming yeah. mixtape with Uncle Murder yeah, called definitely. Yellow Tape. Yep. Definitely. Okay. You just came off the movie set for All Eyes on Me, the Tupac pick.
1: Definitely. And you got more stuff in the works. Hey, listen, we got to be busy we're out here. We got we, we got people to take care. We got we got to inspire the youth. We got a lot of things to do.
0: Exactly. Hustle so hard all hustle day, every hard. day. All day, every day. <laughs> all yeah. right. Well, we're glad to have you back on Street Soldiers with us again. I,
1: you know what? This is starting to be my favorite place. <laughs>
0: That's great. Also joining us is Kenneth Montgomery. He's a professor at Fordham University Law School. He's also a criminal defense and civil rights attorney and a former prosecutor. Ken, I want to start with you on this. When we talk about quality of life crimes, what kinds of things are we talking about here?
2: Well, you're you're essentially talking about uh, selling cigarettes uh, like Eric Garner was doing. You're talking about riding your bicycle on the sidewalk. You're talking about having an open container in the street, urinating in the street. crimes in that
0: category. And then in terms of the way that they have previously been enforced, I talked to a guy this week, he was a, had a full-time job, had a career going, a young guy, was just starting out. He got arrested for an open container, and then because of the arrest and having to go through the system, ended up losing his job.
2: That's, that, that's Listen, there's been hundreds, if not thousands, of people who have been incarcerated, jailed, central booking. Uh, held maybe a day or two before they saw a judge. And, and in my opinion, um, I think to be in a civilized society, for us to think that that's okay, I, I think uh, that's a problem. And finally, you have some district attorney's office who are taking the right approach.
0: All right, and we're going to talk about that, too, in a moment. David, I want to bring you in. As a, as a former NYPD detective, you were out on the streets. Your organization works with a lot of police officers right now. What are your feelings about the way these quality-of-life crimes, some are getting arrested, some are not? There's different plans coming into effect.
3: There's a lot of confusion, um, both for the civilians and for the law enforcement officers. Uh, there does need to be a reform, 100% guaranteed. Um, I don't think they're doing it right in the sense that Get your facts together. Figure out what it is. Release it to the public so you don't have this. People drinking containers thinking, hey, it's okay. I'm going to have a few beers. They're getting uh, approached by the cops. They're going to get issued summonses. There's arguments. You're creating the situation yourself. Better to generate the plan 100%, release it to the public. This is what we're doing. This is what we're on board with. Our officers have been instructed, and we're going to do it. The administration is just completely
0: out of whack on this.
3: They're really behind the eight ball.
0: And there's a different, different, uh, kind of like different laws and different policies in different boroughs. Well, not different laws in different boroughs. The
2: penal law is the same. Um, the legislature hasn't changed anything. It's just how the policy is implemented by different district attorney's office and how the policy is implemented in NYPD. Different precincts have different precinct conditions you know at one police plaza you have all the big wigs who, who meet meet monthly or even probably uh, weekly to discuss crime and statistics so it's it seems to be that some confusion obviously but at some point I, I agree um, that there needs to be some dissemination of the accurate Policy that each borough or each district attorney's office is going to take, as well as the New York City Police
0: Department. And and Police Commissioner Bratton says they are going to be working on something to get out to people so that they understand what the law is. But Mano, one of the reasons for this, too, Mm -hmm. uh, on the political side of it, is the pressure from the communities of color that feel that they have been, you know, disproportionately targeted for these types of arrests. Not even feel, that's a
1: fact. That's a A fact. It definitely is a fact. Like because. What other community are they doing those arrests in? They not—they not on the Upper East Side or, or, or the, you know, the West Side where it's—it's it's a lot more, um, you know, life is a little bit different. They not in in these places. They are not in these environments. This this only applies to impoverished neighborhoods, the ghetto, you know. And and you would think some of these. I always say like they like. Oh, just shouldn't saying. We, you don't have to be all, shouldn't we? Shouldn't we be, be concerned about more bigger problems?
2: Yeah. Yeah, but also is gentrification it, is affecting, I think, how they implement that as well. Because you got Williamsburg and Bed-Stuy. doesn't look like the Bed-Stuy and that it used Williamsburg to be, that, that you used grew to be up in. We grew right. up in. And, and I think, you know, law enforcement, first of all, if we, you're going to discuss crime, you have to discuss class and race. And I think what this is really about is the gentrification that's hit this city, you have mass incarceration, and then you have all these different policies. And I think you know no one really knows what direction they're going in. But to to argue that you know our communities are policed differently, there's always been a power. David, what military, about or,
0: that? You know, what about that? What do you think about that? Because y- you worked in gonna, what you were... I'll,
3: and I'll be honest with you, I'll tell you what I I worked and I worked in Williamsburg, and I worked in Williamsburg before it was, it was what, it is, what it is now. And I can tell you, back before at that, it was trendy, before yeah, it was yeah, trendy, yeah. absolutely, predominantly white you, now. Getting roll call, um, standing there and being told, listen, we're going to clean up this neighborhood. I'm going to make my star on this neighborhood, and so-and-so is going to get the city council. We're going to do it together. And the pressure trickles down. Yeah. You know, there's a reason why in the police department, 1PP is referred to as the puzzle palace. <laughs> the reality is, is they all got stars and big chests, but a lot of them don't know what's going on. They're out of touch with the community. Listen, I, I, I don't want to have a – it's not an issue. You know, a lot of people say it's race, it's race, it's race. It's politics. That's what it is. These bosses are out of touch. They're pushing cops. They, they push cops against each other. The whole ranking, uh, rating system on their evaluations. Comstat itself, we have a commissioner Comstat. who started it. Satcom. The commissioner Com- that started it. Is, had written in one of his previous books while he was out in LAPD playing commission yeah. that said NYPD is messing up my Comstat. It was a tool to help. They're making it a tool to punish the bosses. Okay, and the police and, and the police it.
0: commissioner denies that there's any types of quotas with the numbers. But let me come back to Ken's point about the enforcement and what's enforced in certain communities depending upon who lives there and what they look like. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you think about that as a police officer? Yeah. I d- if you're in a predominantly black and Latino neighborhood as opposed to a predominantly white middle class neighborhood, aren't people treated differently or not?
3: Depending on what neighborhood the officer's deployed in, any officer, obviously the larger the makeup, um, the more arrests of that makeup you're going to have. It's going to kind of correlate. When you're in a neighborhood, again, like I said, I was in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. It was a predominantly at that point uh, black and Hispanic neighborhood. We're going to clean this town up you know, we're going we're gonna to clean out the parks, we're going to empty out the parks, you're basically forcing those officers to take those steps. We're, I'm not saying there's not crime, but I'm saying there could be discretion. Does everyone need to get locked up or summoned? Give the discretion back to the officers. I'd much rather say, hey, listen, pour your beer out, and, and you know, I'm going to go leave. <laughs> and, and keep it moving. And then I keep moving. Look at how it was back, again, I, 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 look at the 40s and 50s. You didn't interact with a cop unless you were screwing up. Yeah, that was it. It was you, you, there was a, there was a mutual respect with the community. There was a mutual respect between the cops and the police. This Comstock comes around, politics get involved in running police departments, which shouldn't be, and all of a sudden you have hate in the community.
0: What about that, Mino?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, there's no. Um, we're not on common ground. You understand between the community and, and the offices, the, the police that police us, I think there's a disconnect between the people that police us. They don't understand us. We don't we we not on the same, uh, um, you know, platform. You know, we don't see eye to eye. They look at us a certain kind of way. I think they did taught. Or um, when they come up in the ranks, how to deal with us, almost in a in an animalistic kind of way. I think they look at us so, because instantly, as soon as we get into a confrontation with with them, or, or there's a situation, it's automatic. They're talking down. To us, you understand? Like you, you're not even talking to me like I'm a There's human a being. There's us
0: versus them mentality. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk more and about that's that. That's American
2: now. Yeah, you know that, yeah.
0: That's a right. bigger,
2: larger discussion. Yeah. And I, and I want to talk
0: about that. We need to take a short break. This is Hot 97 Street Soldiers on Fox 5. I'm your host Lisa Evers. When we come back, what role does race and class play in terms of who gets arrested? We'll find out what our guests have to say about that.
1: What up? This is Trey Songs, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, real people.
2: Only on Hot 97.
0: Welcome back to Hot 97 Street Soldiers on Fox Five. I'm your host Lisa Evers on Twitter, the Gram, Google Plus, Facebook at Lisa Evers. And what we're focusing on in this episode is the quality of life issue, the crimes, the way they're being prosecuted, the way people are being arrested, and now new policies coming into play. But does anybody really know what's going on and what effect they're going to have in our communities? Joining us to discuss this, David Kianise. He's a former NYPD detective and president of it's a law enforcement support organization also with us the one and only mayno hip hop yeah. artist from brooklyn he just came back from doing a feature film with a tupac movie that's that's awesome indeed and upcoming mixtape with uncle murder called Yellow tape.
1: Yes, right. King Look, Kong and Godzilla.
0: Looking forward to that. Also joining us is Kenneth Montgomery. He's a professor at Fordham University Law School, a criminal defense and civil rights attorney, and he's also a former prosecutor. In terms of who's going to get prosecuted, well, first of all, Ken, so we know what we're talking about here. In Brooklyn, the, the uh, Ken Thompson has said he would not prosecute certain crimes.
2: Right. Like what kind of crimes? Um, from what I understand is I, I think... Uh, Kings County has made the determination that they, for, for marijuana cases, uh, they, they're not really um, attempting to prosecute them in the past like they've been prosecuted. Um, and, and I think that's one distinction. But I, I think, you know, in different boroughs, they're taking a different approach. Well,
0: we also we saw the Manhattan District Attorney Cyrus Vance. Yes. Say that he is going to have some of these low-level offenses. That quality of life, quality runs. of life. Spitting, which we're talking spitting about. Spitting on
2: the sidewalk. And let's think about that. Someone goes to jail for spitting on the sidewalk. That that just seems Crazy. so. It, is, that, is that
0: a colder thing?
2: Because I'm trying to understand. Like
0: that's wh- a money why? thing. A right. money thing spitting on summons. the sidewalk open containers things riding are, your bike on all the sidewalk those things
2: are you can receive a summons and this there's is there's something that everyone should read in, in the public it's a it's a report that was just put out about Ferguson the D, D, Department of Justice report and it talks about a lot of this stuff turns into money because you, there's a summons that's generated. Right. How that case gets disposed of then is usually a fine, fine, money. one ACD or something, right. or a violation. And that goes to the court. If you don't pay that, you don't show up, you get warranted, which means police officers now have to come look for you, bring you back to court. So, so it's, a, it's a it's You a still
0: want to pay Yeah, it's, it's, it's money. And you have you have an open warrant on that. Yeah. What about that, Mino?
1: Yeah, you still want to pay regardless of what. I think I, I, I agree with my guy. I think it's it comes down to money I you know but it, we going to jail for spitting uh, uh, open containers uh, some of the stuff I, I feel like we should be concentrating on, on bigger things bigger issues with the country bigger issues that's going on in the community that we that we getting harassed about nonsense like you really gonna talk to me and harass me about this nonsense but
0: this is what the Manhattan DA said he said there were so many there were tens of thousands of these cases that they were clogging up the court system. exactly when they had more serious things exactly. that needed to be you know to go through the process. Yeah. Much more quickly. Arraignment it, night, that's all this is all you see. Right. This is a no, bunch you're of right. petty you're right.
1: nonsense. Those are not even crimes, violations. Driving with no license, or this and that, and suspended license. Like, come on. Things that can be written off as a DAT desk appearance ticket. You give me my ticket, you give me my Simmons, let me come later on and pay my fine, stuff like that. It did make the whole system smoother.
3: But you know, it, it's also, too, it depends on who the individual is. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you have everything's got to be case-by-case basis. There are people out there that don't deserve a ticket because you know them, you deal with them, you, they're constantly getting stopped, you put them through the system. There are plenty of people that are going through that do not need to. There has to be a, 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 some type of an, an agreement reached. And, and it, it should be publicized once it's done. Not when it's halfway through, the DAs have to get together and, and make a point and come up with a plan and release. It how do you determine the- but how, who, do you know? how do you
1: determine who goes and who doesn't?
3: Well, again, it's it's called discretion, discretion, which there used to be in the police department, and with this Comstat and several other issues, it's now dissolved. And is, is so no people know Comstat
2: is a statistic; it's it's statistics. I'm calculating numbers. how many crimes.
0: Yes, so when you yeah. hear us when you hear us on the news on the Fox Five News or other news stations saying, "Okay, crime is uh, rapes are up ten percent," or shootings are up or murders are down or whatever this is where these numbers yeah. are coming and, but from you and provided any, anybody, they're not changing the numbers yeah the numbers get changed absolutely. left
3: and right i've absolutely. seen it firsthand they, they're okay. and they repe- all over
0: they've repeatedly denied that and they started a new system of course where they do because they it. know that if yeah. they did people they can, would
2: be in hot water legally huh? but there can, are current cases of officers who've uh recorded supervisors uh Telling them about the quotas and the arrest that they should make. There's pending lawsuits concerning you've that. Had, so well, they you've they
3: had and you've had supervisors that. come forward and admit their arrest, absolutely, and then they look to penalize them. They and the stop the, the first penalty. trial, you had you heard testimony of it.
0: Right, but just for, just for the record, Commissioner Bratton says <laughs> that there are no quotas and that these these numbers are accurate, and that that's why they have of course this new digits. But d- well, well,
1: how same. do we get to
3: discretion? Like, how how
1: does a, how does the officer use his discretion? Like,
3: you uh, know. well, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you that, and that's a great question. Right. The reality is, is let's stop. Let's go back to what CompStat was originally founded for. The idea was if you're a commander of a precinct, Mm -hmm. you're having a crime spike, pick any crime, grand loss in the auto. You're going to come to CompSat, I'm going to say, hey, why are you why are your numbers so high? And you're going to say, well, I'm trying to do this and that, but I need help. And I'm going to allocate resources to help you with that condition. Mm-hmm. What it has become is you're ineffectively running your command. Your numbers are dropping where they should be <coughs> rising. The numbers are rising where they should be dropping. I'm transferring you. You're punished. Someone else comes in who's my lapdog, mm-hmm. and I'm going to pet his back while he does what I want. And the numbers keep going up. They don't stop.
0: Okay, but well, let me let me bring it back to this. Let me bring it back to the streets and to the into the general public. It's like. Like if you uh, Cyrus Vance the Manhattan DA said that this is this is a way, you know, the police officers will have discretion as long as there's not a public safety issue. I mean if somebody's drinking with an open container and then they're cracking the bottle and then you know slicing people with it or throwing the bottle, that's, that's a different thing. Different. They're gonna that's get they're gonna different. get in. Right. That's something different. But the my point is it's like that's just Manhattan. So how do you know like if because, you're you know, in, how do you know if you're like you're like in you're in Manhattan, right. it's don't, not happening don't. and you, then you go into Brooklyn and, and then it's a whole different thing. Listen, right. Or are you, going to to but you know what?
2: Each. Oh, listen. I, I've I've defended cases in every borough, state, and federal. Each office has its own policy. You know, Sy Vance may say that, but also he has cases in his system that he he deems more serious than Brooklyn or Queens, and it's vice versa. So what I think is going on here is a political PR thing. You have New York City Police Department are Pulling in one direction, you have the mayor's office is pulling in another direction. And then you have this, the, the district attorney's office pulling in a different direction. And although they work together, everyone is trying to paint themselves in a certain way to say, Yeah, I'm not the cause of this mass incarceration, I'm not the cause for the inequities in the system. And
3: but the I also so don't think the pot, yeah.
2: Well, all that pulling going on, the community
1: is yeah, getting they the suffer, pot. and the reality, We're suffering. The, the
3: reality, you know, too, is you know, and you know, the, the frontline cops. The guys I care about are the ones who are going to get torn torn up yeah. and, and left. What about the frontline people? What about regard? the frontline
0: huh? people on the streets? Oh, the, what about the frontline the the, people? Yeah, 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 we, we, of we, of exactly.
1: But who, who, what about the what about the people on the streets? We, we, we jammed up. We jammed up because we we get into these interactions into with these police. We we not knowing the difference between the policies between Manhattan or Queens or Brooklyn, and, and we going into these places, and then we continuously are pushed through the system for for for, for violations. For violations for, for menial things for menial time wasting our time coming out jamming us up. We uh, supposed to had a, a a a job interview or supposed to was you know trying to intern for Hot ninety seven whatever the situation is. Had a meeting with Lisa Evans can't get there because <laughs> I'm jammed up for 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 a suspended license or something that could have been written off as in, in a few in a few and minutes handled and, yeah. handled in and, totally and I think now. what
2: we all are saying at least it sounds like you have. Some police officers who are trying to do the right thing, but they don't know what to do. Right. You have a community that's uh, historically been disenfranchised, alienated sociologically, uh, politically, economically, and then that all clashes. And so, you know, if these politicians are going to come out here and make these grand statements, what's really going on and what has to be done to avoid well, any kind, of any kind of any hold, hold that thought sure. for a second
0: we're going to take a short break uh, you're listening to Hot 97 Street Soldiers now on Fox 5 we're talking about quality of life crimes the impact on the community the police and what's really going on we'll be back right after this Yo this is
1: Shaggy and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers real issues real politics real people only on
0: Hot 97. Shug it up. Welcome back to Hot 97 Street Soldiers, now on Fox 5. I'm your host, Lisa Evers, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Google+, plus at Lisa Evers. And in this episode, we're talking about quality of life crimes with an amazing panel. Let me introduce them to you. Joining us is David Kianese. He's a former NYPD detective and president and founder of Lesma. It's a law enforcement uh, support organization. Also with us is the one and only hip hop artist Mayno, yeah. fresh off the set of the Tupac movie All Eyes <laughs> on Me. Yeah. Here with us on Street Soldiers, right,
1: right where I need to be.
0: Right where you need to exactly. be. Exactly. And getting ready to uh, promote his new mixtape with Uncle Murder called Yellow Tape. That's yeah. coming up real soon. Definitely. Happy about that for us. Yes. You. Happy yes. for all the good things yeah, happening yeah, for The you. streets need it. Exactly. The streets need it. The streets need it. it. Yes need it definitely also this is Kenneth Montgomery he's a professor at Fordham University law school he's a prominent criminal defense and civil rights attorney and also a former prosecutor may I want to start with you on this yes help people understand who have never been in this situation mm-hmm. who are listening to us right now and watching the TV show what is it like when you're doing nothing wrong and the cops roll up on you
1: um it's it's very disheartening you know um in and if you have to go through the system, it's even worse because it, it just spending those hours you know, is degrading. Um, it's, it's disgusting and it, it, it bothers your self esteem. You understand? And especially for a person that's not really a criminal. You, you, you have criminals and you have people that, that, that are into that life every single day, and that's what they do. But then you have people that may, what we do, what they call as violations you know open container or you know may, may may have spit in the street or you know didn't check the mail and didn't know that the license was suspended and now they got to spend 12 15 16 hours going through the system it is it's is heart wrenching for some people like and then because then you treat it like a criminal you talk to it like a criminal because instantly the first thing is oh where are you going your license is this or that and then you you go through this just to get to a judge to tell you that That you got to pay a fine, you know,
0: to go through all that humiliation and then that that mental stress.
1: Smelly, you know, you haven't showered, just to go through this, and it's it's crazy.
0: And and what about the ongoing stress after that? Is there like a residue, a residual stress where you're just now you're kind of looking at your whole situation when you're walking down the street, like whoa? Well, well, some people definitely because then
1: because then you're you like shell shock. You 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 can get at any moment, at any time, any given time. You feel like you could be you could be pressed upon about nonsense. Yeah. You understand, like things that are really not even crimes. So it's you. you you're always going to have that defense mechanism after you've been put through these these situations. And if you've been, if, if if it's happened to you more than once, then you already know. And this is probably not a black man in this city that that hasn't been put through this in some kind of way,
0: or at least stopped and questioned, of, or of something. Of course,
1: questioned to the to the point made him feel crazy. Yeah. Like that, he's not even a test. See, my problem with a lot of offices that you talk to me like I'm not even human. You talk to me like 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 I don't I don't pay taxes and I probably make more money. I do make more money than you. Like <laughs> come on, like you talk to me like I'm beneath you. Like instantly, you know. So it's like why why like why we can't deal with each other on a human level. Like right. if I done something wrong, cool. Then you know then, then if, if something needs to be happen needs to happen. Then that's what it is. But there's a disconnect. Socially, between you know the, the community and, and, and the police, and how they deal with us. So, if it's there's a disconnect, and they've been taught to deal with us a certain kind of way, there's always going to be an issue.
0: What about David? What about that? Because that that's well, some, first, that's, thing, first that's something, things first.ly
3: Lisa, okay. so I apologize, but cops pay
0: taxes too.
3: Yeah, so we all know. do. We all do. And, and my, I, that's my, my point. Check, we all well, no, no, do. I hear, but my check, fifty-five percent of it disappeared in taxes. I pretty much paid my own salary. <laughs> I'm not saying you're saying you pay our salary. I'm just saying it is out nah, there. That's He's saying it's to, in in terms terms of I'm well, to, in in terms of respect. Respect. it's What makes? I think he's
0: saying in a society. A cop told me
1: the other day. This is just the other day, in a club. Do you know who I am? I don't think you know who I am. The cops oh, the said, that, cops to said you you that to you in a club. Yeah, and I said,
3: oh, I, I, uh, you, you're a man? Like and you got those
1: girls from college. Yeah, I'm like,
3: exactly. <laughs> so, well, I gotta my, ask you, did you ask him if he knew
1: who you were? N- 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 you nah, should've. because it didn't, it, didn't, it didn't even really matter to me whether he knew who I was or not. My whole thing was like. But why would he, who, why would he step to you that who, way,
0: especially in who, a social setting?
1: Right, because it, it, well, it's it, a power it trip. Not, right, it's a power trip. Why, like, we humans, you a man and I'm a man. Like, can we not have a conversation? Can we not speak to each other? On a human level, like, are you greater than me? Why? How? How you figure? And David,
0: what about what he's saying? Because, and to be be perfectly frank, and keep it one hundred, it's like we hear this all the time, and police that people will tell us, and people will say, and people will record all these things, is that police officers, oftentimes, not all of them, but oftentimes, will talk to people in black and Latino (sighs) low-income neighborhoods differently than they will talk to whites in in middle-class or upper-middle-class neighborhoods.
3: Again, a lot of it is on the officer themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, oh, you control your own- Is
0: there a, is there a culture? There is is there a big. A there is a is big big really is culture. Well, no, 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 a hold
3: on. That's, <laughs> that's another story though. Let's talk with law enforcement. With law enforcement, there's definitely a, 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 a separation and there's definitely a mentality of us versus them. And and them not meaning minority, it's everyone who's a civilian. They feel that everyone's out to get them. But again, it boils down to where is this coming from? It's coming from your and inadequate union and and your inadequate the leadership. Right? Thing. It's perpetuated the about it. I think Absolutely. it's perpetuated I mean, by the leadership. I mean, you just think
0: about it. Like remember the slogan? When the slogan was mm. "We protect think and serve." Right? It's a, it's like you're now as a police in, now officer. Now you're it's, th- it's, it's, it's in force force and, and deprive. Right? But <laughs> as a,
3: <laughs> but it's being like made that. by the bosses. But as a police officer, you're
0: there supposedly you're there to serve to assist, the community right, right. there's not a person in the city that if there's that fit, a they're really jammed up and their life's in danger everyone's calling 9 absolutely keep, and let's we're keep gonna, it real on that point we're gonna run is, in and it doesn't people matter that but the communities that they're supposed to serve i mean that you know we we see it with some of these hero officers like the last police officer that was killed in harlem the community came out for him so big time because he knew the community work with the community that's people going had like, that's what a cop is supposed to be but we like don't have a lot of that we
1: don't have um i don't mean to cut you yeah, up no, we don't okay. have a a lot of, a lot of that where, where, with the police that police us are from our communities. Oh we, wait, here's another so, thing. So there, there, there's a disconnect. We're we don't working.
3: Have that. Our organization's working on something with um, a major. Uh, Corporation, food corporation, uh, a restaurant chain where we're going to be uh, releasing have what's called lunch with, no, lunch with a cop and we're going to make it where the community can come in with their beat guy and meet them. But that is a big problem. You go to right. a community council meeting, who's there? You got your precinct CO, your XO, a community affairs guy who, by the way, never leaves his desk. So he does nothing. And the guys who are who, who you're interacting with have no idea what your
0: concern is. And also in some of the precinct community councils that I've seen too, like the community representative Representatives, they'll they'll be the elders from the community. They'll be people that are you know involved with the churches or the educators or whatever, which is fantastic yeah. that they're doing it. But it's like the the people that they really need to have at that meeting are the ones that are getting stopped. Yeah, but the, the ones approved,
3: the, the right? ones who are dealing with not even stopped, just the ones who are being that are actually getting robbed. The ones who right. are being harassed, both by cops or by other people. They need to be in, not the community leader or, or where, the pastor. But where where did, where did it this idea that
0: that that the community is out to get us? Because a, it
2: because that you know unfortunately historically the community you got to look at some of these communities and then I don't mean to go on a tangent but they were created through certain federal policies through regulation through real estate laws through economics all these things created these communities that were impoverished and were lacking as a result the law enforcement took a paramilitary stance you can look in the 50s you can look in the 60s you can look in the 70s you can look in the 80s 90s black hispanic communities were police you know you have politicians who dog whistled about uh welfare moms uh thugs that was all for our communities Mm -hmm. and they approached it in this stance and they stay there. They haven't evolved out of that stance, and the community as a result, we have been fragmented. We've been fragmented by politicians who line their pockets, preachers who line their pockets, the churches who line their pockets, and the community, the schools suffer, no jobs are created, and we're looked at like we're the problem. Like politically, look at it now. Like we have we have someone who's leading the Republican ticket because he has the appearance of being a racist, and not just against black or Hispanic people, Muslims, all kinds of stuff. And look how many people are following him. Mm. America has a problem and an illness, and we haven't accepted that, and we haven't dealt with it in our education system. We haven't dealt with it in how we support and educate our police officers. These police officers are just
0: like everyone else. They, they, you, can, can let, me, let me ask you this. And as a, as, a, as a civil rights attorney also, the civil rights movement of the 60s was mm-hmm. about have black Americans having the same access to public facilities Inclusion. as whites. Yes. Okay. Horrible if, if strategy black, in my opinion. But, me? Yeah,
2: horrible strategy in my opinion. Okay, but if you're yeah, a black American story.
0: now and a black American male in particular, and you can't walk down a street or you're look f- at
2: the tennis guy who, who has the beautiful brown right. wife. Right. What happened to him? James Blake. Yeah, and we can go down the list. Charles Blow, the writer for The Times. Mm -hmm. What happened to his son who goes to Harvard? Right. Like Your status and how much money you make is of no consequence. Doesn't trump your
0: skin color. No,
2: not in here, not in this place. really doesn't. And, and, And if we're looking for that, then there's something wrong with us. We need to go in our community and look in the mirror and reflect. Because if we're looking for that, then I think that's the problem, possibly. That's one of the problems. But historically and systemically, we are look at. We had a, a symbolic black, truly African American president for the last eight years. Look at how many cop shootings we've had. Look how many you know I- mass
3: car. 5 of them in the last 48 days. <laughs> you cops are get you st- sorry, Well, cops but, get but, but in both ways. But but, but, but
2: no, but so I disagree with that. If you look at the numbers, I look at are this, they,
3: this I look at this we statistics have 23 cops when you killed this year you, which is higher than the other year. You have you have somewhere
2: around 2 or th- I, I forget the number and I don't want to misquote it, but look at the number of how many people have been killed by law enforcement since 2010.
3: Okay, look yeah, at thousands. Okay, and and look, the, and, well, look at, and actually look there's at, no
0: real number. There's there's, there's they, they, nobody really doesn't know the statistics. They don't really have, they the statistics that they, they, that they think have think are are voluntarily over, reported so something could I'm happen saying, to but somebody. Another issue too is some of these shootings they they count
3: the thing. shot by cops. You know what? again though when you pull a gun and I shoot you you're dead. I get I get that but I think but I
2: think the 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 argument has transcended into something else I think the yes, majority of the ma- exactly because the majority of police
3: officers do make it home
2: the yeah, majority well, again, of them do but
3: again here here here's how it works we we go to work we get into a situation we're going to call for help we're gonna stack the odds in our favors because we want to go home. Of course, we're not here to interact with people. We don't come to work wanting to of, shoot people. And of kill course, people. but but you can't
2: and of saying course, that all cop anything, shoots aren't good though. That like that's obvious. We know there are cop shoots that are bad. Right. Are cop absolutely, I, I agree 100 percent. But
3: at the same time, you're talking about looking at at, at at civilians getting shot by cops is increasing. I'm not gonna argue or 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 or, or fight that with you. Here's the deal. Cop, cops getting shot is increasing. Yo, but, civilians getting shot is increasing. But it's still we'll only one here. group but of but in civilians. Of unarmed, it's not the inverse. You don't see white or males you getting at shot at statistics, the rate. You unarmed. Unarmed, statistics, unarmed. Okay, if you look well, at you federal see, statistics, you have a greater chance of being white and shot. I'm not talking about killed. Show me that. Show me I've that one. Wait,
0: I, I, I want to just pipe in real, real, quick on that. I looked at that because we did a whole show on the on the, the shootings. Mm-hmm. There are more whites and there are more Hispanics proportionally who are shot and killed by police, but there are also more. In, they are armed and a lot of times it was in the commission in the middle of another a crime. crime that was taking place like a bank robbery or shootout right, or something like numbers. that. But if we're, ta- just, if we're talking about right. unarmed, unarmed then if we're talking about unarmed then you have big. a higher number of black Less. men who are unarmed, unarmed. Right, who are shot and, unarmed, shot and killed than you know, proportionately than any other yes. group. But we got no, I I wanna
1: But that's what it is unarmed we're we unarmed and shot more than anybody.
0: Unarmed. Okay on that note we gotta take a 13 less than 13 percent of the, of the united states that's just right. black
3: people males but again the argument was how many that. are shot and killed not I, I, unarmed shot and killed listen i don't I think, think the argument
0: is unarmed and why really, is it happening in the first place right, but
3: that's not what was brought up that's okay. all i'm saying okay we're going to well, come back we, had, we, we have to take a short now. break we're talking <laughs> about
0: quality of life crimes and also inequities in the policing system and also really i want to get back to what's happening on our streets and what what our guests think is going to be happening this summer um you're watching hot 97 street soldiers on fox 5 listening to us on hot 97 and everybody joining us around the country on the live stream welcome we'll be back right after this
1: yeah 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 salute this is general Steele from smith and wesson and right now you're listening to street soldiers with your girl lisa evers real issues real politics politics, and real people
0: people welcome back to hot 97 street soldiers on fox 5 i'm your host lisa evers you can follow me on twitter facebook instagram at lisa evers and what we're focusing on in this episode quality of life crimes and also enforcement of them policing issues in our communities our guest joining us for this discussion David Kianese he's a former NYPD detective and president of Lesma it's a law, a law enforcement support organization also joining us again always supporting Street Soldiers we love that the one and only hip-hop artist may fresh off the set the movie set for the Tupac all eyes on me picture and coming right here to our show. I love that.
1: It's right to Street Soldiers. Direct to Street right, Soldiers. Direct. Direct. Here, Live and direct. Yep.
0: And also we're looking forward to his new mixtape, which is called Yellow Tape with Uncle Murder. That's coming out soon. Yep. Also joining us, Kenneth Montgomery. He's a professor at Fordham University Law School. He's a criminal defense and civil rights attorney. And he's also a former prosecutor. Mano, we were talking about the... Yep the police attitudes.
1: Yeah, we talking about police attitudes, how they deal with us. Um, you know, the feeling that you get when when you uh when you ha- when you have run-ins with, with officers. Like, you know, there, there's like I think this this thing that's perpetuated by police, by the high-ups that, you know, where the disconnect comes from because socially we we not on the same page. You know, and I got a son that's 13. I got to teach him how to deal with police contact and how not how to de-escalate it and how not to you know get them into a a frenzy that may escalate into something else and and that's that's crazy that i got to prepare my child for that you understand not only do you gotta you know you gotta be aware of the world but you gotta the the people that's supposed to serve and protect you that we out here paying these 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 taxes to to help us you know uh uh, help our community we gotta kind of be on guard for them
0: david what about the uh the attitude of police there there's there's some former police officers recently former police officers who say that the actual way policing is done now not just in new york but in the united states it's out of step with the times that people have changed that communities have changed that are ways of of talking to each other changed and that policing is still has that one model of like you do what i say or else that's it you're getting cuffed.
3: absolutely um there's definitely a disconnect uh you know, listen, a, a police departments nationwide, the morale is down. It's destroyed. It doesn't matter what department you go to. They feel like they're under attack. Uh, rates of assaults and and, and and whatnot against cops is going through the roof. So they're on the defensive. Uh, you, you know, that's creating a bad situation, too. The reality is you're not going to solve this problem. We're not going to solve it here. We're not going to solve it out in the waiting room. The reality is is these departments and these, these politicians have to get together and start doing it right. Um, you know... Like like Kenneth had said earlier, uh, you know w- w- who shows up at community council meetings who's making money it's It's local pastors, it's politicians, you know what They walk into a precinct, they get an immediate meeting with a precinct c o mm. you walk in mm. and want to discuss something with the c o see what happens right, not going to get anything it, it it's 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 mm. just the way it is. We need to be on level ground.
0: But if you're talking about professionalism, a level of professionalism, and in any other field where it's a service industry, it's not. It, you're taught you treat everybody the same way. If there's different constituencies, I don't think,
1: think they've being taught that. Yeah. I don't, and that's the thing. I, I don't think that. I think that they, they need to have a class in social skills for cops.
3: They have it, but they, they do. <laughs> they do. There is. Here's really? here's a problem with that. I'm going to tell you what it is. The problem with it too is it goes down to Comstat. Uh, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. They have to come in with numbers. They have to. There is no doubt about it. It must be done. So Even when a in- vehicle stops, uh, they push for red lights. They push for stop signs. It's to generate the money. You go to Nassau County, you go to Westchester County. Outside of New York City, and you have a ticket. The first thing they do is say, "Listen, can we plea it down? Yeah, yeah. You pay less, and you get no points, and we'll let it go for this. We clear out the court calendar." New York won't allow that. They want their money. Mm-hmm. They want their money. It's not the state, or they wouldn't plea it anywhere else. It's all about the money. It's a big monopoly. It's run like a corporation. It's run like a business. But even if you want to be run like a police <clears throat> department, I, I want to answer to a PC and only to a PC, not a mayor. Who, by the way, this one is a—he's a bozo. He doesn't know what he's doing. That's a whole other show. But the reality is he puts up a pvc fence so no one can see him and his wife smoking pot in the backyard. Do <laughs> <All laughs> right, as we... I say not as I do. Okay, but there, were, there were reports
0: the... about that. We don't yeah. know that. But that's well, even if, if, you, know if that's the true reports or not.
3: were also put out by members of his security detail. Oh, oh, search oh, the internet, oh. you'll find it. Wow. Um, but but, even but that's if specificity so wouldn't the be point. the first. But, it, like but even No, no, it's not, but again, do as I do, as I do not do as I say. That's all I'm saying. Lead by example. a lot of people have it. that's the problem.
1: But even if you got to take me to jail, can I go Respectfully, yes, you can. But see, I but that's all that. the whole thing.
0: Just talking to people that. like, even if you're arresting me, like, he... like, well,
1: even well, if I gotta go, like, can I go respectfully? Can I go yes. as a human? I would as say I, yes. But do you know I to, do I have to be talked? Do I have to be talked to in a certain kind of no. manner to admit uh, I me would
3: say no. But you know what? Again, look at the NYPD. There, right. even in the why? NYPD with their promotion process, you pass a test, you get it. So he shows up one day and, and he doesn't care, but he has a really good day and he gets a ninety. And I have a really bad day and I studied really hard and I really got my heart in it and I get a sixty-five. He gets promoted i don't he's now in control of guys he doesn't care his guys aren't going to care it trickles down the days of you have to pass a panel you have to pass an interview they look into your background and all that it's been removed for years you don't have the same are you buying any of this or no I, i agree i think the system is is innately
2: flawed i think it's not sustainable and i think that's why you see all this friction i think uh our how we how the government treats certain citizens is a problem i think we don't have the right leadership in the community in the police department and the mayor's office to really figure this stuff out and problem solve and at the end of the day like you said the citizenry is suffering but we live in this system mass incarceration has a lot of moving parts and it's not
0: just going to go away and, and that's the problem. And what do you see, the this the, the these enforcement of these crimes? Because we're, we're going into the summer I think, months. I think people it's, are out on I the think streets it's, more. I think
2: it's all political fodder. I think it means nothing. I think at the end of the day, the New York City Police Department is still going to issue summons. They're still going to run warrants. And they're still going to uh, give people, put people through the system for those warrants. It's not like they're saying, hey, it's a big party, guys. Do whatever you want. This is Vegas. No, it's not that. And it'll never be that because it's too much money in New York City. This is a city that is probably one of the, the most money-intensive city in the world, mm-hmm. right? possibly. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to let it get out of hand, particularly but, Cy Vance's office.
0: Okay, but we, and when you're talking about Manhattan, do you think there's going to be a different application of the lessening? You know, there's going to be different it depends. ways, whether you're in Washington I Heights or Central co- Harlem. I think my
2: co is—it pa- is, it will be a difference. I think my co uh, co-panelists just said it, each— precinct condition will have it depends on their boss a fish rots from the head but Mm -hmm. i still believe if you want crimes you deal with black and hispanic people that's the fiber of our country and i think how it's enforced if you want to talk about crime it's always down to race and class so we are going to see we're going to see i would love a year from now lisa for you to put your research people out and go down to the summons and find out out of all the summons that are issued, let's here's it. Here it is: the the population in New York City in each borough, the amount of police officers, their race and background, and, and or just just their race, and the people who are stopped and issued summons. And let's see how it fa- how it figures out. Because you can't sit here and tell me black, Hispanic, white, Asian all do the same amount of drugs. Um, they all seek prostitutes, they all drink, they all pee in the street. They do all of these things. Let's see how it's materialized in action. That's what I want to see.
0: And so do you th- so you think as Well said. We all pee in the street. Yeah, You try to shut it down right there. Yeah, but, no, we we but let me pee in ask in you this. You, you mentioned gentrification earlier. Yeah. And this is a ter- this is a term and a concept that has really been bubbling up that a lot of people are talking about, you know, and especially in Brooklyn because mm-hmm. you see people long-time Brooklyn. So imagine that
2: kid from Uh, Cleveland or some other city outside of town or that kid who parents live in the Hamptons and have a lot of money and he calls his parents and say you know what Ma the police arrested me because I was smoking marijuana in the street or I peed in the street you know what that family's gonna do they're gonna
0: call somebody Mm -hmm. right and somebody's gonna call somebody. Somebody's so, gonna call so somebody. So, do you think? Do you, do you think there's a little bit a little bit of a political conspiracy? Listen, i Listen, I won't, I won't even why- say I won't
2: even say political conspiracy. I've, I used to be a prosecutor. I'm a defense attorney. I've been in a precinct and I've been in a an holding cell area where the white police officer sees the white defendant come through and takes it upon himself to say you don't belong here and take them out of the cell where everybody else is and put them in a cell by themselves. Mm. I'm not saying everyone does that, but I've seen that. And to me, that goes into the the perceptions that we have of one another. And I'm not saying all police officers, I'm not right. generalizing. You're saying but what I've you witnessed seen, personally. I've seen that personally. I've seen d- judges, this guy does the same thing, he gets a high bail. This guy, mm. different race, same thing, Nobel. So
0: what do we do? What can we do here in New York City?
2: In New York City, we need to, I agree, we need better leadership. We need to have more town hall and forums and meetings, and we need to... To discuss and reflect. I think people are afraid to discuss race. They're afraid to discuss class. They're afraid of these things because it's positional. We want to acknowledge Let's, it. Yeah, we, we got to acknowledge it. We like to it. Like we have re- souls, we, we like to. Have to re- we have to reflect. Need this. We, yeah. have, we have to reflect and, and, and get people who've been in the job and have different experiences and life experiences and figure it out. Look, they, you, you they, had a judge who knew Stop and Frisk was wrong, and you know what they did? The prior mayor... And the police commissioner, they went on a campaign to ostracize her. Like this, this, this lady right, was the federal, in, the federal yeah. judge, right? Was, that. But what,
0: real quick, because yeah. we're we're up against the clock here, David. In, ter- in terms of improving, because I'm sure there's police officers that don't like to go Many uh, go to job every day and feel pressured to do things they I know and yeah. and walk around. People are hating them when they're really just trying to help people. Trying to get a paycheck, go home, and make the community better. I think what needs to be done. What the needs city, to be done to this, reinforce and to heal this and to close this. this you know, ga- li- this gap. I've
3: said it before. They need a commissioner. You've seen it with uh, other other issues. Get the city council to pull a commission and do it now. Put Comstat in the crosshairs. Put the police and the brass in the, co- in the crosshairs and solve the problem. It's not, and I'm going to go this far, it's not one police plaza. It's the politicians tied to it that are causing the problem. It's all money. You've heard it here. It's all politics. You've heard it here. Um, I, you know, and I've, in my time, I've seen it. With certain communities, uh, where you know a politician comes in and, and you know things are said to the desk officer, and oh, okay, forget it. We're going to desk ticket them now. No more arrests. Right. Certain communities you can go double the park, other others you can't. I mean, it's, know, it's, it is what it is. But to throw everything away, I got a problem too. You can't just vacate five hundred thousand warrants and go. We're good. Everyone gets a free class, uh, a free pass. You have to look at it on a case by case basis. Which is not being a done. A lot of them need to be released,
0: though. Okay, May- Mayno, what about? Yeah. What, how do we fix this? Um,
1: with real solutions, not just talk. We need a lot more street soldiers. We need, we need some real solutions and not just people sitting around and talking because the people want answers. The people want to they, – they need direction. The people in the street, they want to know what they should do. So, like, you know, real people need to step up and really, you know, present some real solution options.
0: And as a father, this mm-hmm. is a priority for it's you. It's scary.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Scary. And I'm a black man coming from that environment, coming from that 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 background. So I understand. I've had, you know, a lot of police contact in my life. And it's in and even though my life is different now and I'm and I'm in a different place you know in my life, it still doesn't matter. I still get sometimes, you know, addressed the same way, like I'm maybe a common criminal. Right. You understand? And And it's, like I said, it's disheartening for for the average man to have to go through this.
0: Right, especially if you're not doing anything of in the streets course. and doing, just doing doing what you think is the right thing. Well, I want to thank all of our guests for this thank fantastic show, you. an episode of Street Soldiers. David Kinese, former NYPD detective and president of Lesma, a law enforcement support organization. The one and only Mayno, yeah. straight off the movie yeah. set. All eyes on me, the Tupac pick, uh, coming here to Street Soldiers. Watch for his mi- his new mixtape with Uncle Murda, Yellow Tape, that's coming out dropping soon. I'm sure he's got a few other little things popping. He's going to tell us about too, and also uh, Kenneth Montgomery professor at Fordham University Law School, one of our most prominent criminal defense and civil rights attorneys here, and a former prosecutor. I want to thank you all very, very much. For being part of this episode of Street Soldiers. And you know, I gotta thank my whole team Lisa, executive producer Tone Capone, associate producer Rose Daniels, our digital producer and assistant producer um, Mia Bell, our intern, the one and only El Haj Malik, and also um, everybody at Hot 97. Thank you so much for all the support on the boards, the engineer keeping us on the air, the one and only DJ Michael Medium. Check for him. And uh, my whole Fox 5 crew, I gotta thank Brian Quinn, our technical director, my executive producer, Chris Sobel, producer Jeff Gessoff, um, our cameraman, Andre Greller, the one and only Mi Primo, and uh, Damani Robinson and everybody else in-house that helps make this show possible. And if you want more Street Soldiers, it's real easy. Just hit me up on Twitter, and I'll, trust me, my bosses see all those tweets, or hit me up on Facebook, at Lisa Evers. And I want to thank everybody for this discussion. Let's keep it going. Let's do it another time. I'm Lisa Evers. I hope you have a great week. Remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Let's push for peace.